0: Hey guys, it's Evan from Empire State Conservatives Podcast. Just reminding you to check us out on Instagram at Get Red NY, on Facebook at Empire State Conservatives, on YouTube at Empire State Conservative Network, on Twitter at Empire State Cons, and on Anchor, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Overwatch at Empire State Conservatives Podcast. And make sure you check out our store for all Snowflake melting merch at EmpireStateConservative dot com slash store. Enjoy this episode. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Empire State Conservatives Podcast, episode 123. It is me, your host, Evan, with the all-American conservative Solomon Attack here to tickle your political pickle and expose leftist insanity and communist fools trying to destroy the American way. Sorry we've been gone for a little while. Tack had a baby. Congratulations. A very beautiful, healthy baby girl. Yes. No doubt a true American patriot in the making. Yes. And I was dying of the coronavirus. Just kidding, not the coronavirus, <laughs> just the sinus infection. But we are back, people. So we are here today to rip Democrats. This whole episode is just about exposing how insane the Democrats are right now. If you've been watching the debates, you know exactly how crazy they are. But we are going to start with tax. Favorite miniature politician, Minnie Mike Bloomberg, appears to be floundering love you, after finally dragging his step stool onto the debate stage, where Focahontas proceeded to take it from him and bash him over the head. After worrying everyone that he was suicidal after talking about Hillary as his vice president, Minnie Mike is now talking about bringing Andrew I. Bustin' Dude's Mouth Yang as his VP. Attack, what is going on with this guy?
1: So, what's funny, and I've, I'm going to say it over and over and over because I've told it to several people. Michael Bloomberg could have easily retorted Elizabeth Warren if he wanted to, if he so wanted to, instead of being caught off guard and just looking like a, a freaking daring in headlights. Uh, she brings up, oh, you've got these complaints against you from women that, that you've worked with or you've been their boss for. He could have just easily have said, yeah, I said this joke. I'll release all of the paperwork. If you're offended, you're stupid because it's hilarious to me. He could have easily just sat out there and said, I'm a grown-ass man. They were offended. That's on them. You're offended. That's on you. But I'm going to take the words that I spoke, and I'm going to stand up behind the words that I spoke. But he didn't do that. So that just shows me how much of a beta Bloomberg actually is. It matches his height.
0: I mean, I've been telling people this for a while because most of the people – who are on the conservative side who aren't completely sold on trump i don't know why they aren't but the ones who aren't are kind of like well bloomberg's a good alternative because you know he's a businessman like trump but he's not as brash and he's not as you know tough talking and doesn't rub people the wrong way the same way but they forget that mike bloomberg is <laughs> yeah, he one of first of all he does <laughs> rub people the wrong way he's the gun grabber he's an elitist and this dude does not belong on a debate stage. I've been telling people this for years. Mike Bloomberg was a garbage politician. He rode Giuliani's wave for basically his entire mayoral stint. This guy has a bunch of money, but he has no ideas. All of his ideas about taking guns. But this guy is someone who we saw was so hesitant to jump on the debate stage. He was so hesitant to get into any race. All the times he's ran for president, this is what he's done. He waits and he waits and he waits. He's been waiting for Biden to basically keel over, which is pretty close to happening now. But really what Bloomberg is, he's just an elitist prick with a lot of money. And besides shoving insane amounts of ads down everyone's throat, he has nothing. This guy is not a good politician. And he doesn't belong. He's not even... Trump, Trump's not even a good politician, but Trump is entertaining. Trump knows how to debate. Trump knows how to talk. Mike mm-hmm. Bloomberg sits there like, "Well, um, okay." Like, who, like, what? What do people think that they were going to get with Mike Bloomberg? That we have seen?
1: He did trash uh, Bernie Sanders, though. He's oh, great. he did.
0: He took he he took a really good shot at Bernie, and Bernie's a very easy target. But now we have you know Pocahontas. Oh, sorry, Focahontas. You know, defending Bernie because essentially she's going to want to be his VP candidate. That's the only reason why she's not going after him. She sees him as the front runner after she tried to take him down with her little, uh, little um, what was it, sexual bias thing about women not being able to win a campaign against Trump? She think, is fully in Bernie's camp right now.
1: I think you called me a liar. <laughs> hey, look, <laughs> I'll talk to you later. We'll talk later. All right. <laughs> you want to be my VP? I will
0: give you all of the pudding and you. Can be in charge of the gulags.
1: He he spanked her. He put her in her place. It was great. Yeah, she Bernie's is just the worst Warren,
0: candidate. Bloomberg is. Dude, <laughs> Bernie, Bernie's a nutcase. But Elizabeth Warren though is a is possibly the one of the worst candidates for president ever. Have you seen her social media? I started following her on Instagram just so I could troll her. It is like the most disgusting stuff. All of all the comments I'm pretty sure are by people in her campaign staff, because they're all we love you. Please be our president. She has no chance of being president. She has no chance of the nomination. It's like some weird sycophant stuff, and she posts these horrible videos of her calling supporters. It's just like she does not live in the real world. I will continue (laughs) to fight. You're so far behind. She has no chance. Her only chance to sneak into the White House is to ride Bernie's coattails.
1: That is true. and I haven't seen her social media, but I know that I have seen her awkwardly try to share drinks with her husband. Oh, my God, that was the worst. That was so bad. (laughs) I've seen her awkwardly try to make social connections with some of her constituents or people that she thought would be uh, followers or faithful followers of hers, and it just didn't work out the way she thought it would work out. She's just so socially awkward that it's not even funny. She's another one that Bloomberg's just detached because he has a crap ton of money. She's just detached, period. And she's a straight-up liar, too. She's still
0: pushing this lie that she was let go from a teaching job because she was visibly pregnant. That's not what happened. The person who hired her and ended up letting her go said as much. They told exactly what happened. She wasn't fired because she was pregnant. Her contract was up, and she decided not to renew her contract. She's still trying to find her way into this victim status, and she doesn't have it. She's an overprivileged person who lied about being Native American so that she could work at Harvard and get paid a bunch of money to act, to spew nonsense.
1: I'm sick of these people trying to all be victims. I'm sick of the whole victim thing. That's the biggest problem.
0: Everyone's vying to be the biggest victim. And in reality, you're a victim of your own circumstance. I even know people who claim to be on the right. And they go, well, I work full-time, and I'm still struggling, so shouldn't the government – and as soon as I say shouldn't the government, I go, no, no, the government should not. Whatever you're about to say, please no, <laughs> because the government has never run anything successfully. How's the war on drugs going? How's the war on poverty going? It, how's, the how's the war the on postal? going? How's the, how's the DMV run? How does the post office run? Stop asking the government to step in. In fact, if the government took a step back and let us keep more of our money and stop putting all this stuff on mm-hmm. us, we'd all be a lot better off.
1: And learn how to just depend on ourselves. That's the thing. And it's the same thing when the people
0: talk about Social Security. Well, what am I going to do if there's no Social Security? If you knew there was no Social Security and you didn't have to pay into the tax, you could take that money and invest it. And save it Mm -hmm. and actually end up with more money than the government's going to give you when you hit, was it 62 or 65, whatever it is? It's really ridiculous. This dependency on the government is a real problem in our society. And we're going to have a big problem because there's a lot of financial issues going on in the government right now. They're very much in debt. Social Security is running out of money. And Medicaid spending is out of control. These things need to be curtailed. And if they don't, we are looking at financial ruin. Uh,
1: You know what I would do if I ever actually ran for president? I would yeah. grandfather in certain... Yeah, definitely. Oh, yeah. But... but uh, and uh, make ALC my first lady, but that's it, neither... Here, enough! I, enough! I, I, I would grandfather in certain people into the social security system and then make a cut off and then have some kind of, of a mandatory Roth IRA from your first... Uh, from your very first job. So as long as you're working we're not taking, meaning when I say we, like the government isn't taking that money. That money is automatically being saved up for you as an individual from your first job to your next job, however. But if you're not working, say you only saved up a dollar, well, that's what you got to retire with. That's on you. That's your fault.
0: The government's job is not to take care of us and to baby us. It's to protect us from outside threats. And, you know, pave the roads. And guess what? They only do one of those things. It's not the roads. All right. Moving on to the next complete lunatic in the Democratic Party. Bernie Sanders is trying to win the crazy contest. He defended (laughs) Fidel Castro by saying that Fidel Castro, even though he was a tyrant, he admitted that Fidel Castro was a tyrant, but then said that Fidel Castro's literacy program was very good. So, is it bad that he had a literacy program because it was Fidel Castro? And there's one thing we need to tell, say to Bernie Sanders. When you force people into a literacy program so that they can learn your propaganda and spew your message, and you kill anyone who dissents, yes, that's a bad literacy program.
1: Uh-huh. That's
0: the definition. Of a bad literacy program. That's worse than Common Core right now, okay? We have a lot of issues going on with the Common Core system. But yes, Fidel Castro pushing propaganda onto people and then murdering dissidents, that's a bad literacy program. It's, he basically just lost Florida. Florida's a huge Cuban population. Bernie Sanders has been throwing Israel under the bus. He's already said that he would move the, um, the embassy back to Tel Aviv because he wouldn't recognize Jerusalem as Israel's capital. This guy is just like nuts between his supporters talking about, you know, re-education camps and putting liberals up against the wall. What is the plan for the general election? Because even though he is running away with the democratic nomination, which is, should scare the piss out of any Democrat who hears this, you should be terrified that your party is about to nominate Bernie Sanders, an open communist as a presidential candidate. But what is his plan? There's no plan for the general election with this. What like, is he just, as cr- like he's just a crazy communist is that what this is
1: so first off what was it last episode or a few episodes ago i said that bernie sanders was working with russia at one point or at least working for russia or at least a russian plant
0: that was one of the last two episodes
1: yeah and then we come to find out that uh well before 2016 russia was just throwing out stuff to you know kind of divide the country now it comes out that Russia is doing <laughs> work for just one person. It was Russia, Russia, Russia with Trump, but it's actually Russia, Russia, Russia with, with Bernie. Now their candidate is there. This is, the, this is who the communists wanted the whole time. I'm not saying that Russia is anywhere near what it, its former Soviet self, but he's still doing and, and uh, propagating what they wanted him to do in the first place. And now he's he's pretty much praising a murderer. If I take just a crap ton of books, let's just say I didn't like Marvel Comics, and I take every Marvel comic book that there is in this country, and I throw it out, and I say, I'm going to create a literacy program. I like the way Batman does things better. And I made you read nothing but what Batman does. You're going to start to think the way that, that Bruce Wayne thinks. Because that's how I want, you, I want you to think the way along my frame of mind. I want you to think like I do. I like Bruce Wayne. You fucking like Bruce Wayne. No ifs, ands, or buts about it. Exactly. So when, it takes the choice away from people. Exactly. So when you have an actual literacy program, and a literacy program is bent on communism good, capitalism bad, daddy government good, your own freedom to, of religion and your freedom of expression and your freedom of speech and your freedom of press, all of that is bad. You depend on me now. Read these books and figure out why you depend on me now. That's a good literacy program. You're still just as stupid as before you knew how to read. It's, it, the
0: whole Russia thing is really out of control and they're already trying to push it again that Russia is trying to push Trump. And there's a great the, I think it's the last episode of the PAS report by Professor Giordano, who we had on the show. If you guys haven't heard his last episode where he talks about power and the way that it works. Power is actually a zero-sum game. It's the opposite of wealth. So in power, if the United States has more power, then countries like Russia have less. And since Trump has been in office, the United States' power has grown and Russia's has shrunk. Why would Russia want Donald Trump? They don't want Donald Trump. They want anyone but Donald Trump. Why exactly. wouldn't they want the, the 80-year-old communist who has videos of him singing shirtless during his, oh. his um, honeymoon in, in the Soviet Union? This is someone who praised bread lines, who has praised the Soviets' youth programs. This guy has always been a completely insane communist. This guy oh. Three, oh, was it, three or four years ago was praising Venezuela. How's Venezuela doing right now? People are starving to death. They are literally throwing money into the streets because their money is worthless. Communism, socialism, it's the same thing. Socialism is the path to communism. It doesn't end any other way unless you start a revolution to take your country back. That's about it. So anyone who wants to be like, well, you know, do you like having a police department? That's not socialism. That's not socialism. Socialism is when the government is in charge of the economy. When the government, every aspect, yes. When they are taking companies and telling them, no, you can only produce this. You can only produce that. It's the same thing FDR did during the damn great depression. People keep Mm -hmm. praising FDR who actually extended the great depression by eight years. If you listen to any actual economist, they were pouring milk in the gutters. They were burning crops in Mm -hmm. order to keep the prices where FDR wanted them. That's what you get. When you have socialism, when you have people unemployed and people starving, The government is burning food. The last Mm -hmm. thing we want in this country is a socialist. He's a communist. He's been a communist. This is a guy who was on welfare before he got elected as mayor. This is someone who, we've said it before, has introduced three bills into Congress. Two of them were to rename libraries. This guy is a joke. He tells you the government is corrupt. How are we going to fix it? We're going to make the government bigger. I don't care if you don't want to vote. If you're a liberal and you want to vote for Trump, that's fine. But if you vote Bernie Sanders, know who you're voting for. He is an actual open communist. This guy has praised every single communist dictator in the history of the world. This is a guy who still backs the dictator in Venezuela who lost the election. He will still back Maduro as the actual leader of Venezuela. It's absolutely disgusting. This is who the Democrats are putting up. And you know why? Because they don't have anyone. Because when your whole message is government good, government good, we need more government, this is where you end up.
1: What a lot of people don't realize is that uh, FDR actually praised Hitler and praised Mussolini as being fine socialist. Well, the trains ran on time, you know, for Mussolini. <laughs> they, looked at, they all looked at each other as being excellent socialists. Now, the debate on where their relationships and their friendships all broke down is sketchy. You can put debate out there. Uh, But they all looked at each other's frame of mind and how they wanted to uh, run their countries as being similar to one another's. You have the, the the National Socialist Party. And then you have the Democrats who have always been socialists in the United States, have always wanted a, a, a big government from day one. And then you had uh the fascists in uh in Italy, they were all one and the same, you can't separate them, and the only reason why um the Soviets And the Germans didn't like each other is because one wanted a global form of communism and the other one thought it should be more centralized and according to your state. Even though Hitler wanted to go and take over the whole world, he just wanted to show his prowess and power. That's because he had a tiny penis. Yeah, I agree. I 100% agree. (laughs) But yes, say no
0: to communism, people. You know, there are some ideas that are much worse than others. Communism is an idea that has failed everywhere it's been tried. It has never worked. Denmark is not socialist. Bernie Sanders does not want Denmark's socialism, which is democracy with huge taxation and social safety nets. Bernie Sanders wants actual communism. I dare anyone to prove me wrong. All right, moving on to crazy Joe Biden, who is, listen, if you are close to Joe Biden, make sure you say goodbye to him now because this guy is on his way out. There is no other way for me to say it. So besides the fact that Joe Biden told voters he was running for United States Senate, which he's not,
1: he's running (laughs) for president,
0: he said United States Senate. He also said, and I quote, 150 million people have been killed since 2007 when Bernie voted to exempt the gun manufacturers from liability. More than all the wars, including Vietnam from that point on. Well, yes, that number would be more than all the wars from Vietnam on. 150 million people would also be almost half the population of the United States. Joe Biden, who had this thing in the bag from day one, all he had to do was not die, has proven that his brain has turned completely into mashed potatoes. Joe Biden is done. He is finished. It is. It is. He's on his way out. There is no way that they make... First of all, if they're smart, they'll actually would put Biden as the nominee because then you avoid an open communist. Biden would get spanked real hard by Trump. Real hard. Any Democrat they put out there is going to get spanked by Trump. But Joe Biden at least still looks like a moderate, even though he's completely insane. Tack, like, why is Biden still in the race? This is a guy who Clearly doesn't know what he's running for. We've we've seen that he doesn't know what state he's in. Like, why can't they just let this man
1: die in peace? I mean, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna judge him for not knowing what state he's in. There's plenty of people that it, travel so much they screw it up. I think even Trump's done it. And they he's running for president. For you know what I mean? But the fact that you have a that that Joe Biden, Mister, I put I let the the leg hairs rise up on my leg in the pool and, and the he loves kids, kids so jumping on Swim line. over and, and brush my hair down. So they see him rise up again. And they come sit on my lap. Like uh, he sniffs on little girls and like rubs up on their chest. And, and he like
0: makes out with his granddaughter. It's, it's terrible.
1: This guy's would losing it. You think that he was that Eminem song. Was it guilty conscious? <laughs> Look at her bush. Does it got hair? <laughs> come on, Joe. He should have been judged based off of that from the get go. He's not even running off of the the uh, Barack Obama steam anymore. And the fact that he thinks he can tout what's what's her name, the uh, Indian Jamaican, uh, the oh those, Kamala Harris, yes Kamala he's... Harris. The fact that he thinks he can tout her is completely atrocious. It no it's one likes her to me. No one it's likes really her. Offensive. He can't do shit without a black person. you get what I'm saying? I thought it was going to be Stacey Abrams at first. At least people (laughs) voted for her. No one likes Kamala Harris. No one. She got kicked out before Cory Booker. So, let me get this straight. The woman from California that arrested how many people of color? That, in short, how many people of color were put behind bars? And then you have... Uh, Joe Biden, who doctored the original 1994 crime bill bill, that did just the same thing. So do you not expect to see a replay of any of this? These are the people you're going to vote for. But what makes it even worse is that he's completely
0: incoherent when he's on stage. He mumbles and he bumbles. And sometimes I forget he's even there. Because if you watch, like, if I miss the debate and I watch the highlights, they don't show Joe Biden because he doesn't really say anything. It's really become, especially now that Bloomberg's in there, it's become Warren and Sanders going after Bloomberg and Bloomberg going, Bernie Sanders is an open communist and he's full of crap. How does no one see this? It's like, (laughs) do you ever read Lord of the Flies? Yeah. Mike Bloomberg is like piggy. So Piggy has, like, these, he has good ideas, and he, he knows what he wants to say, and he wants everyone to get along and not be crazy, but no one likes him. It's because of his personality. So no one likes Mike Bloomberg. I've been saying this for years. No one likes him. They don't like him so much that they're about to put up an open communist as their nominee.
1: He, he also forgets about the, humanist, the humanistic aspect of everything, and that's what Democrats thrive on, is humanism. You have to think of the little man. You have to think of the person next to you. But he we is the little man. Of each other. <laughs> <laughs> he's tiny. He's the tiny man. Leave the tiny man alone, all right? Not Lord of the Flies. He's Lord of the nets all right? Let's fuck that up. <laughs> but uh, when he sat there and he said what he said about old people just letting old people Oh, my die, God. That was the worst. He forgets about the humanistic portion of it, and Democrats aren't going for that.
0: Dude, It's so bad. And when he first came in, I worked with someone who's, he's not from this country, but he's, he like leans more to the right. But he has those stupid ideas about the government being, you know, stepping in and helping people, which is horrible. And when Bloomberg first said he was going to run, he goes, oh, I think he's going to win. I think he'd beat Trump. I go, he's not even going to get the nomination. He goes, really? Oh, go, yeah. No one likes Mike Bloomberg. Nobody likes him. He's an elitist prick. After the first debate, he comes up to me and goes, you were right about Bloomberg. I go, yeah, I know.
1: <laughs> we all know who's going to get it and it's going to end up being, oh, Bernie Sanders. It's unfortunate. I would much rather Pete Buttigieg get the, the nomination for the Democratic Party. Bottoms up Buttigieg, baby. As opposed to, to freaking Bernie Sanders. It's unfor- to see Buttigieg actually go on bottom up, Actually makes me shed a small a small tear for him.
0: Do you think? Okay, this is this is probably gonna get us banned. But do you think if it was Buttigieg and Trump on the stage, and Trump just started like ripping him, that Buttigieg would just get a boner, and you would like hear it hit the podium? It'd be yes. like that, bam. Yes, I think yes. so.
1: It'll be more like boing, but <laughs> it'd be like bop. <laughs> I do. He's gonna be like, just spank me again. <laughs> Dude. Don't even move it up. Let's just go. He just have that look
0: with like his mouth open, like.
1: <laughs> <laughs> the loving stares of Buttigieg. You would hear the uh? <laughs> <laughs> Obama now comes in vanilla. <laughs> God, Pete Buttigieg is terrible. <laughs> that
0: just shows how terrible all these Democratic candidates are. Pete Buttigieg is useless. Completely useless. This guy who ran for mayor and got like Nine thousand votes or something, and then tried to run for um, he tried to run for Congress and got spanked. Like it's, and and honestly, he's the person I, I, I right. I'd rather see him on stage because Bernie Sanders is an open communist. Well, I think Trump will completely destroy him. I'm talking like forty eight states destroy, like really, just kind of bre- like knock Bernie completely out of the water. Bloomberg, I think, would have a better chance if he was given the nomination. He's never going to win it the right way, but if they had to give it to him, he would have a better chance. But Buttigieg, I just feel it's like, listen, if you're the Democrats and you're trying to still be the Democrats but not be crazy, while Buttigieg is a socialist and he does have really stupid ideas, he's not like Bernie Sanders communism crazy. He's still a big government guy, he's still terrible ideas. But he's not insane. Bernie Sanders is insane. He's completely nuts, and he lies. He lies about everything. His his biggest line is: we have a president. We have a president who goes on TV and he lies every day. And he's a racist. And he hates everyone. And he's destroying the country. Meanwhile, the country is doing better than it has in the last twenty years. It's it's really ridiculous. This is what Democrats have gotten to doing. They just straight up lie. We saw it after Union. State of the Union, right? He's Trump said all these great things that are going on for record low unemployment for Hispanics, Blacks, and women. And what did what did Nancy Pelosi say? Oh, it was all lies. What, why would Trump get on stage? He was up laughing? there for an hour
1: and a half and he lied.
0: It doesn't make any sense. And then people eat
1: it up. It's like. <laughs> I, now, I don't get it. What would have been a funny uh, running mate? Running mates? Buttigieg and, and O'Rourke. Oh my God, that would have been great. <laughs> because then
0: you had Bezos be like, I love the fact that Pete judge is gay. And I think that we should have more gay presidents. Like, well, what about his policies do you like, Beto? I love the fact that he's gay. That is who, <laughs>
1: that's who Beto O'Rourke is. You're damn right we're gonna take your AR-15s. <laughs> I, I, oh my God, that would've been the most LGBTQ IA++ team I've ever... You think it's bad in June now? Imagine if we would have had Beto O'Rourke and, and Pete Buttigieg together. The, so, all thirty day, 31 days of June, how many is it? 30? However many. Don't judge me. The White House would have been – and it's my birthday month. No, right? no, it's 30. 30, 30 days. <laughs> <laughs> the, light, the White House would have been lit up. And straight-up rainbow, oh, all 30 days of June, and it would have been great to watch. It would have just been entertaining. Would, nothing would have ever got past, but you would have had straight-up Greek orgy fest in the middle of the street based off of a Beto O'Rourke, Pete Buttigieg's presidency.
0: No, oh, my God.
1: Prove me wrong. Change my mind. You know it would have happened.
0: Oh, it definitely would have happened. We, you know, we have Super Tuesday coming up. Um, We all know Trump is going to be the Republican nominee. This is not, you know, Trump has won more votes in all these, in most of these states than the Democrats have, which is hilarious that people are not going out to vote for these Democrats. And no one's really kind of running away with it. While Bernie is winning most of these primaries, he is not actually getting like a very high amount of votes. He's not driving out new voter turnout, but super Tuesday will tell us what is going to happen. Um, it's most likely going to be Bernie. I really hope that it's not. I pray for the Democratic Party because they are Americans while they are completely misguided. they are still Americans as of now. but we really the fact that Bernie Sanders is about to be the Democratic nominee should
1: scare the piss out of people. What did I tell you though? You start seeing Bernie Sanders becoming a front runner, you'll see the most the lowest voter turnout on the left that you've ever seen. Just because you have all of these loud college kids, doesn't mean anything. They are a lower portion of society. And this is just me throwing this out there. I haven't actually looked up the calculations. But they are a lower portion of society than the black folk. And they don't vote. Exactly. Young
0: young people don't vote in this country. So he, he thinks that he's going to win a bunch of states, first of all, he's alienating all the old Jewish people. Because old Jewish people love Israel. Mm-hmm. You're, you're alienating any religious Jewish people. Mm -hmm. You're alienating anyone who is a capitalist. He is alienating anyone who believes in capitalism, anyone who Mm -hmm. likes America. Bernie Sanders is literally only appealing to people who have no life experience, who still believe in failed ideologies, and are pretty dumb because their brains have not finished and developed. So that's people under the age of 25. That's who Bernie Sanders has in his pocket. Guess what? You don't win elections with just people under the age of 25.
1: It's not going to happen. My lawyer, my personal attorney, he hates Bernie Sanders. He reads about, he, he, we were talking the other day, uh sitting down, just having a normal conversation. He's like, I read about what goes on in Israel every single day. Every single day. And this is a guy who's probably uh, in his 60s. I don't know exactly how old he is. Wait, is your lawyer Jewish? Yeah, he is. <laughs> Ironically, <laughs> right? Right? But, uh... Anyway, just being Sammy Davis Jr. over here, <laughs> he, he doesn't bad mouth. He's very respectful about it. But the fact that Bernie Sanders is not an Israel supporter really turns him off. And it's, like you said, that entire generation that gets pushed back. You meet a few that'll, that you'll see at these rallies that's out there that are around that age. I'm a rabbi, and this is what we should be doing. And Israel shouldn't be where it's the have the stances that it should have, that it has. That's a very small percentage.
0: It's it's really ridiculous. Bernie Sanders is, you, you kind of underplayed it. He's not even against Israel. Bernie Sanders might be an out and out anti-Semite. Bernie Sanders, who is backed sure. by people like Rashida Tlaib and Ilhan Omar, who openly hate Jews, and people like Linda Sarsour, who also hate Jews. These are the people that Bernie Sanders surrounds himself with. Bernie Sanders, I keep telling this to people, he was born Jewish, but he is not a Jew by any stretch of the imagination. This man is a communist. When you're a communist, the government is your religion, and that is it. And the fact that this this completely complete lies that get pushed about communism. So we have Karl Marx, who was born Jewish. Again, Karl Marx is Bernie Sanders. He was born Jewish. He's not Jewish. Okay? He does not preach the principles of Judaism by any stretch of the imagination. Exactly. Okay? Just because someone is born Jewish, Judaism is not a race. They are an ethnicity, which is different. So it's a religion and an ethnicity. It's not a race. I am white. Okay? That is my race. I am also Jewish. I am both. Because Jewish is not a race. It is a group of people. It is an ethnic and cultural group of people. But it is not a race. You can have black Jews. You can have white Jews. You can have Indian Jews. You can have all different types of Jews. Just because someone is born Jewish doesn't mean that they are Jewish. Mm -hmm. That means that they were born into a Jewish family. If they do not believe in the tenets of Judaism or practice Judaism, they are not Jewish. Bernie Sanders is not Jewish. Karl Marx was not Jewish.
1: That's what I I hate when people are like, they try to look at the evils of the world and they're like, oh, it's the Jews, it's the Jews, it's the Jews. You have Jewish people that fucking hate Jewish people because they run around acting like schmucks. It's the, it's, the truth, you spoke the total truth. When you have George Soros in the middle of World War II helping to kill the the people that he ethnically belongs to, it happens. There's a saying in the black community that all skin folk ain't kinfolk. Right. That is one of the truest statements that I've ever heard. And that's why America, the United States, is in a unique position to where we don't have to divide ourselves into these communities. And uh, nothing against Hasidim, nothing against Hasidic Jews, but that's one of the things that they do. They, they, they place themselves in as one corner and they make themselves apart, uh, away from everybody else. And you don't garner an understanding of one another when that happens. And the, the, you have people like Bernie Sanders, who they look at as an example of uh, when he says something anti Semitic oh, well, he's Jewish, so he must be right. That is not the case. Not even close. That's not the case. You can't hang this person up at a pedestal and say, he's Jewish and listen to what he's saying. You cannot use him as a shining example of of how Jewish people should feel. And that's why I believe that we should all be together and let's start looking at each other as Americans, no longer as these, these pockets of society because it just leads to the division. I think that's the perfect, that is a perfect
0: thing to say. <laughs> that's the perfect place to stop, people. If you like this episode, share, like, subscribe, rate, all those things, all platforms, guys, the links, are everything is listed on the episode. Please share this around, you know, visit our website, visit our store. All these things help us spread the message. We are trying to spread the word in New York. We are trying to help fix things. Tack is doing his job down in Virginia. We have a lot to do. Um, next next week, we will have a few really good guests. Um, keep, check into the Facebook and to the Instagram to see who they are. Make sure you follow TAC on Instagram at SolomonTAC. That's two A's and a C. There is no K in TAC. Follow us at GetRedPilledNY. Make sure you check out all of our stuff at Empire State Conservatives. For that, Jeffrey Epson didn't kill himself, and don't let fear take your freedom. <laughs>